0: All right, everybody, welcome back to the 21st episode of the Oligarchia Disruptor with your host, Bennett Leon, and of course, we have the lovely Ashley Downing.
1: Hello, hello.
0: Alrighty, so today, guys, we have a really special episode once again for you in which we talk about, of course, the election once again and how important that is to uh, our population, our future as a country, and like where we're going to go from here on out. And whether or not we are gonna reject or accept Trumpism. So it's gonna be an interesting time to see what happens and it's an interesting time to be on live in general right now. I think we can all agree with that. Um, but I, there's one thing I definitely wanted to start off with and there was this really interesting video that I came across on YouTube um, the other day on March 9th. Uh, Fox News had a town hall with Bernie Sanders and which he talked about A host of issues, but one of the things that he was asked uh, that not many places have talked to him about so far is a question on dementia. And this (laughs) younger girl that we see um, in this video that asked Senator Sanders a question, um, she just asked a straight question. Like, she, I think it's a very valid question. I'm going to let you guys. Uh, hear it. I want to let you hear his response and then we will go from there to decide on like the commentary and like whether or not that was the best thing to say. Uh, But uh, like I said, we'll just leave it at that for right now and then come back to it. So here you go.
2: Hi Senator Sanders. Some of Joe Biden's answers don't make sense. Do you think it's acceptable for a presidential candidate to respond to questions like Joe Biden does? Well, let me just... Let me just say this. Um, you know, Joe Biden is a friend of mine. I've known him for
0: many, many years. Come on, dude. Like, I'm just going to stop right there. Come on, bro. Like, he, he's your opponent. You're. It's the last two. Like, you can't do anything better than that. Like, you say that for every single candidate, bro. Like, I love you, man, but... Too nice. <laughs> Too nice. <laughs> Too nice, dude. Too nice. Like, <sighs> he's my friend. Like, I get that. Like, I get that you don't want to burn bridges. Damn.
1: but you guys aren't hanging out
0: drinking beers together let's be honest i mean yeah for real you guys are running <laughs> a campaign you get you're running to win you know but that's just besides the point all right i'll continue it on red sec when
2: we do our events and our rally rallies we try to give we respect people in a sense that we give really substantive these guys will think maybe too long-winded answers but we take people there are real crises facing this country when i give a speech often it's 45 minutes or an hour, okay? Because there are a lot of challenges that the country faces and I got to talk about them. You know, I think Joe was somewhere in, uh, where was he? I don't know, Michigan or or someplace else the other day, and he spoke for seven minutes. I don't know how you say anything other than, you know, minimal discussion in seven minutes. So all that I have always believed is that if we believe in democracy, a candidate has got to be honest with the people about what he or she believes given the many, many challenges facing our country. And when you do that, when you're honest and you look at the hard issues, so you're going to take on the fossil fuel industry, or Wall Street, or the drug companies, it brings forth opposition. I know that. I get beaten up every day. That's fine, that's what I do. But all I would say is I'm not going to criticize Joe, but to say that I think the American people in this incredibly complicated and difficult moment in our history, are entitled to thoughtful answers to the crises we face. Blame.
1: <laughs> like, what kind of answer is that? I feel like that's such a, a bullshit politician type answer. Like, beat around the bush. I mean, he didn't. He didn't. I thought was basically a yes or no question that that woman asked. I mean, <laughs> no. I do not think that it is fair that those are the answers that Joe Biden is giving. No, I do not think that that is appropriate, that Joe Biden is giving those type of answers to questions. No, I don't think it's a, like I don't get it. You know, um, I don't think it was a pretty simple answer and Bernie totally avoided the question.
0: Here's Which is so valid.
1: Everybody's talking about this. I mean, this is not. How many times have you played that clip on these episodes? At least three times. Joe Biden does not know what he's talking about over half the time.
0: <laughs> it's no secret. Uh, I think. Okay, so like, what Bernie Sanders was? Why he brought up that seven-minute speech that he that Joe Biden did the other day at, at his own rally? Joe Biden spoke for seven minutes at his own rally because his team is so afraid of him being on the stage for uh an extended amount of time that they know that if he's up there for like a good amount of time he's gonna eventually start fumbling and he's gonna start saying stupid shit like what happened the other day when they let him out and he started like touring and doing all that stuff like um did you see him yell at that uh that that construction worker in michigan uh, what did he say to him? I think he said like, oh, you're full of shit. Oh, that yes, 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 He's yes, like, you're yes. full of shit. And like fighting with him, I'm like, "Like this is going to be the person that's going to unite the party? This is going to be the person, uh, the moderate, that's going to pull some of the Republicans? Like or did you hear? You, I think it was like... Are you like fucking an- kidding me? That's absolutely delusional. Delusional.
1: Uh, well, and he was yelling at a veteran. Um, I forget where it was.
0: There's think- plenty of videos of, with like... Not one, not two people, but, like, multiple people throughout not only this campaign, but I'm sure past ones. It's crazy. It's seriously
1: insane. Inappropriate. He should not be the next presidential nominee when he cannot even give a 45-minute speech without not remembering what he said at the beginning of his speech. or At even the, five minutes ago.
0: I don't think Bernie should be afraid to go after him on this. because Agreed. Simply because other candidates have done this in the past with Joe Biden. In this specific campaign in 2020, if you guys recall... Uh, oh, yeah, Pete Judge Not only Pete, but uh, Julian Castro...
1: Uh-huh. Um, Cory yes. Booker
0: also met, uh, said both comments about oh, directly swis- talking about his mental capacity to be the President of the United States. And they were valid at that time. They didn't get any shit then. All they got was claps from the audience because they were noticing the same things and they were receptive and responsive to, those, to that messaging. So... And when you have literally the GOP and the Trump campaign coordinating and like working together, formulating a campaign against Joe Biden in which they are for sure going to bring up uh, his dementia and being senile or whatnot, they're gonna use that against him for sure. So if we know that to be a fact, If we know that they're for sure going to talk about this, then why don't we talk about this in our own primary and have it be on the table? Because it it is a valid... It is a valid argument to look at, you know? Definitely. is Is this guy actually capable and ready to be president on day one?
1: And is his health in proper condition for him to be able to run a country for four years? I mean... I think that your um, mental state, your mental capacity plays a huge role in being the president of the United States. And it takes a huge toll on your mental state being the president of the United States. And if he can't even remember what he's talking about in the moment, how is he supposed to run a country how is he supposed to make high stress decisions how you know like i don't know i just don't i don't know and i genuinely don't think that it is because he just doesn't know what he's talking about because biden is an intelligent man i mean he yeah. do, he, he he's been in the white house he's been in government in general for a while And he knows what he's what he's talking about. I don't think that it has anything to do with like him trying to
0: bullshit people. I I think he
1: genuinely is just like,
0: I think I think he knows what he's doing. I think you're exactly right. I think he knows exactly what he's doing, but he's doing the wrong things. You know, like um, he's just supporting the wrong policies. And the only reason why this dude is winning right now, let's never forget that. The reason why Joe Biden is winning right now is not because he has the people support, uh, not because he has more individual donors than anybody else, not because he's done an amazing or series of amazing accomplishments or things for people at large or in his own home state or whatever, but simply because the democratic establishment stepped in and started parading and landing up behind him to stop Bernie Sanders at the last chance. They really could do that.
1: Sure. I definitely, which was super
0: Tuesday, of course, because look back at it. It's, it all started like where, okay, let's look at from the very beginning. We had those first four States. We had Iowa, New Hampshire, um, like those other two ones, whatever. I forgot where they were. Um, but, and what happened in those first four states when all of those candidates were in more, were there like 20 candidates all, all in all, with uh-huh. all those 20 candidates in, who was winning those states? First, uh, P. Buttigieg won the delegate uh, in, the, the majority of the delegates in Iowa, Bernie Sanders was, won the popular vote. Bernie Sanders won the popular vote in, in New Hampshire and won the other two after, so Bernie basically won all four first states when everybody was involved, as opposed to the fifth state, which was South Carolina. And Bernie was crushing it in the polls up until a few days before the actual election when people started going there to vote, simply because one of the Democratic establishment stepped behind Joe Biden and endorsed him. And we all know that to be Representative Jim Clyburn of South Carolina. And he single-handedly saved the Joe Biden campaign in 2020.
1: Oh, definitely. And did well, you see
0: his remarks this last this week, like uh, yesterday, the day before?
1: Clyde he board? wants
0: to actually, like, he called the D- he called out the DNC. He was like, "You need to cancel the debate on Sunday. You guys need to um, cancel the primary in general." Why? Because uh, I'll pull it up for you right now. Oh, because
1: but- of the coronavirus.
0: Not because of the coronavirus. It's because... What? It's because Ber- he says Bernie Sanders really doesn't have a chance. Um, so, like, that's... That's fucked up. Like, you're... How is the, the People's Party... How are they gonna stand in the the middle of democracy and that should go that just goes to show to everybody that's listening to this that the democratic party actively works against you if you are a democrat they do not care about your interests they only care about uh who is going to keep their campaign running the next time they run that is why even though they have an amazing uh amount of people that does not support or approve of the job they're doing in Congress, they still, time after time, get reelected at a rate of over 90%. <laughs> right?
1: Well, and I was just thinking about this too. Um, the fact you can, it is so obvious this time around how the system really does work against Democratic voters because I can tell you. Just from people that I've spoken to with my family and friends that they did not support Bernie Sanders or Joe Biden, um, but they didn't really get an opportunity to vote for anybody else because all those people dropped out. And I genuinely believe that Biden would not have done as well as he did if those people were would have stayed in the race. Of course, of
0: course. I mean, fuck, they would have
1: gotten a lot more votes and a lot less delegates would have been allotted to Biden because they would have had to be, be spread out amongst so many more candidates. Because I think a lot of candidates would have gotten that 15%. I don't
0: know about a lot of them, but at
1: more, more than f- I would think at least four in every state.
0: Um, I mean, we thought Warren was going to be up there, but that that's ended up not happening as well. So, um, we really don't know what was going to happen but for sure he would not have had the, the amount of delegates that he does have.
1: Either um, way the whole point is, is that the DNC was clearly behind Amy Pete dropping out at the last minute
0: and it's and not all only the DNC too though like it's important to also point True. out it's not just the DNC it's the media He's- it's the media too it's the media it's the dnc and of course like the democratic establishment being the actual politicians themselves
1: well yeah i mean I, and i'm i just think that the whole point there the whole this year it's so obvious that that voters um voters true vote you know, what they really want, who they really want to vote for, is not really at the forefront of the Democratic primary. That is not what the DNC truly cares about. Because if it was, they would not have pressured, because let's be honest, it's no coincidence that they dropped out. There's something happened that made them drop out and endorse Biden right away. I just think that it's really sketchy, and it's really sad that this is the Democratic Party. That's why Please. we all need to vote for Bernie. <laughs> uh,
0: that, w- that was actually trending just wipe on Twitter it out.
1: today.
0: <laughs> that was trending on Twitter today. What you just said? Hashtag we need Bernie was trending on Twitter today.
1: Yeah, good. We really do. We seriously do. I mean, it scares me that having a president besides Bernie. For the next four years, is going to seriously um, harm our planet, our 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 lives, uh, our families. I just think it's not, we need Bernie. the The world needs Bernie, but our country, our economy, our our livelihood. It's important for us to not have such a ignorant, egotistical capitalist in the White House. which is not just Trump a lot of other
0: politicians Uh, I mean yeah did you see how the Republicans were stopping all those uh, bills that uh, the house was sending to the Senate oh about the coronavirus help like families cope with like uh, losing their jobs or not not going to work or whatnot a lot of bills got stopped by Senate Republicans But before we go into that, before we go into that, I just want to finish up this election stuff and finish it with exactly what Jim Clyburn said in that one statement earlier this week. And then we can move on to that other topic and then you can say whatever you want. Um, But really quick, uh, I just wanted to say that, that quote and Representative Clyburn earlier this week said, quite frankly, if the night ends the way it has begun, I think it's time for us to shut this primary down it's time for us to cancel the rest of these debates because you don't do anything but get yourself in trouble if you continue this contest when it's obvious that the numbers will not shake out for you. (sighs) And if that doesn't tell you what the Democratic Party really thinks about this election season, then you have absolutely no clue what's been going on. And it's either that or you see it, don't care and actually support the more moderate candidates. So you just turn a blind eye to it. And that's worse. That's worse if you're a Democrat, because you're supposed to be one of the guardians of like truth and democracy and like keeping everything like all those like democratic morals where our foundation as a party should be. But. Has lost its way for some time now. Alrighty, guys, thank you again so much for listening to this episode. It was an an amazing talk. I got kind of heated uh, <laughs> talking about Joe Biden, honestly, uh, because I'm really passionate and I want you guys to wake up and see the realities of everyday life in political in the political United States and how it is like absolutely fucked and how even though the de- the democratic party stands for like their the party of like decency and values and all this crap they really don't give a fuck about anything other than money
1: yeah just to, just money and, and power <laughs> so politicians are politicians are politicians
0: yeah although some do stand against the grain some do try to fight back and if they do those people are usually called Russians, Russians Russian spies, <laughs> Russian assets, or they're called out by Hillary Clinton, or the, or in this case, like Communist. the entire DNC and the Democratic establishment comes out and lines up literally against you, uh, uh, and with your other opponent to defeat you, uh, because of the ve- the vision and the threat that you represent to their power, and to their way of life that they have been accustomed to for decades now. But, uh, like I said, we're going to leave it there. And I also wanted to really uh, quick mention to you guys about our social media pages. Please give us a follow on Facebook at The Oligarchy Disruptor Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter. You can find me at Ben the Disruptor and Ashley at Ash the Disruptor. (laughs) Okay. Uh, And then also...
1: Vote, vote, vote. Don't forget to vote, Vote everybody. Oh, yeah. and
0: podcast. Really quick. Apple podcast. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review. If you got any kind of value or appreciate this post uh, or this podcast at all, we very much appreciate that from you. Uh, But yes, once again, voting is important, guys. Do your part. We need you. We need to make a difference in this country and take this country forward. Yes. So I will let Ashley take it away from here, the queen of voting.
1: Oh, (laughs) okay, so um, basically the same spiel as every single time. If you do not know your polling place, yourfuckingpollingplace.com. Again, yourfuckingpollingplaceallinword.com. You just go to that website, super easy, put in your address, click okay. The only thing that shows up is your polling place and the times it is open. Um, They will be open And uh, a lot of places are offering early voting. I will highly suggest you all, especially with this whole coronavirus thing, try to early vote um, because the lines will probably be outrageous on that day. So, you know, trying to avoid the crowds, just early vote. Um, And it's St. Patty's Day for Illinoisans. And, um, yeah, definitely get out there and vote. Oh, yeah, and then if you have any questions about your voting – uh, status or um, whatnot. when your voting day is if you don't know, rockthevote.org is where you can go they have everything that has to do with the election what your ballot will look like you can actually print out a mock ballot fill it out, take it in with you, whatever um, so yeah, vote everybody
0: yay yes, do your part guys uh, it's, it's our duty to our country and to each other take care of each other love live.
1: Each
0: other. yes absolutely mm-hmm. live in peace harmony and most of all love all right well thanks of all uh thanks again guys for listening to this episode and we will see you next time